tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tomorrow, only on Disney+. Plus. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, Episode 530. How to Stop Enabling Your Grown Child by Dr. Laura Dabney of lauradabney.com. Hey there, old friend. I'm Joss Marie, and welcome back to my show. Sorry again for the congestion. I'm still trying to kick this nasty cold. But if you're new here, this is the show where I narrate relationship articles to you every weekday just like an audiobook. And parenting posts are typically scheduled towards the end of the week, just a little FYI. Today's article is actually by Dr. Dabney, who talks about how to support a spirit of independence with your adult children. And there's a fine line between helping and enabling someone's habits, so I can't wait to share Dr. Dabney's tips with you. So let's hear it and start optimizing your life. How to Stop Enabling Your Grown Child by Dr. Laura Dabney of lauradabney.com Ways to Stop Enabling Your Grown Child As children enter adulthood, it can be a challenge for some parents to understand the line between enabling and nurturing. From the news, we hear about parents who have tipped over the line to enabling and they've been given names such as helicopter and snowplow parents. It can be scary to think that your help can actually be unwittingly hurting your child. So, how do you know where the line is between nurturing and enabling? In this article, I give you three clues to help you find and stay on the right side of that line. Is your adult child thriving? While we want to see our children achieve the best and have all the opportunities possible, if we manage every aspect of their lives as they enter adulthood, we run the risk of undermining their independence. Helping out adult children can soon become making them too dependent on us a risk that has become even more prevalent given the rising trend of adult children returning home after college. But an adult child living at home is not in and of itself enabling them. So how do you know if you are helping or hurting? The key is in how your adult child is doing. Are they actively seeking employment or working? Or are they repeatedly dragging their feet on the job search? Do they have a healthy social life? Or are they playing video games in their room most days? Do they have a specific plan on when they will move out? Or do they become irritated when you ask them their plan? An adult child thriving at home and an adult child hiding in his room all day are very different. If your child is the latter, then your helping is actually hurting and it's time to pull back. Does your adult child have a healthy self-esteem? A second risk of staying in control of your adult child's life is that it can negatively impact self-esteem. While occasionally helping a child can ease them over a hurdle that fuels their growth and development, Helping too much can actually have the opposite effect. It can lead to children who don't believe in their capabilities, or think you don't, or that you aren't interested in their ideas. How do you spot the difference? The key here is to not take action immediately. If a child asks you for help, before you jump in with assistance, stop and ask her first what she thinks. Instead of securing employment for her, ask her her plan on getting a job. If her response is a wide-eyed, I have no idea, then you know she needs assistance. But the assistant should be in the form of working through the steps with her, so she has this template to take with her into the world. The template is more valuable than handing her a job. If she is able to lay out a reasonable plan, then all she needs is an girl. 
You can't know specifically where they are in their abilities and thus give the most appropriate level of help unless you ask questions. It is essential to respect the fact that our adult children are their own people on their own journeys. Finding out their thoughts and plans will better let you know where and how to step in and help in a way that is not robbing them of pivotal hardships and challenges they need for development of self-esteem. Are you happy? Beyond the impact that refusing to let go can have on your adult children, there are also possible negative consequences for you. You need to manage your own life, whether that's maintaining your marriage, cultivating a career, caring for elderly parents, or planning for your own retirement. There are some parents who become over-involved in helping their children to avoid a problem of their own. For instance, you may not want to face the grief that they no longer need you. In one of my recent articles, I introduced the need to get to the other side of grief as parents grapple with letting go of their adult children. Just as we need to grieve the loss of an essential person or aspect of our lives, parents also need to be able to grieve the transition of their relationships with their adult children, from the role of the nurturing caregiver to the pulled-back parent who still loves their child but recognizes the need to let them identify and follow their own path. Other problems parents avoid by getting over-involved with their children are failing marriages, financial problems, and physical ailments. You may also be giving too much as a way to avoid that you aren't capable of helping the child with their particular problem. These types of problems include mental health or physical problems, financial problems, and career problems. There are experts for these, and chances are you aren't an expert on how to best solve these problems for someone else. The clues that you are giving to the point of hurting yourself include loss of energy, resentment, and new-onset mood swings. Others are new dynamics such as arguing between you and your spouse, missing deadlines at work, or avoiding your social life. These changes in you will all negatively impact your mental health and thus hurt your relationship with your adult child. If you think you're enabling a child as a way to cure something in you, taking a step back or eliciting support for your child from another source can create a positive change in your relationship with your adult children. In sum, does this mean you can never help your adult child? No. But the problem with snowplow parents is they are helping their adult children despite the residual harm the help is causing. There is no right or wrong help. The key is to step back and look at the bigger picture. If your child is thriving, making good decisions, and taking the reins in his life, then you have helped. If the child is not thriving, stagnating, or regressing, then your help has been hurtful. While this essentially is a simple concept, the stepping in and back dance involved in parenting isn't easy and is what we in mental health refer to as the work in a relationship. Another way to understand this is your child cannot relate to you as an adult peer or friend until they have fully developed their adult identity. Developing into an adult can be fraught with difficult obstacles which no one can do without help. The new adult phase is one in which your adult children can make their own choices and develop their self-identity as they build connections with others alongside their professional career. It is also a phase in which you can invest in yourself and your own happiness, knowing that you can grow along with your children as you enter this exciting new phase. Understanding that there is no right or wrong or bad or good, but only what is working and what is not for your adult child in you, is the only guide you need. To your emotional health, Dr. Laura Dabney. You just listened to the post titled, How to Stop Enabling Your Grown Child by Dr. Laura Dabney of lauradabney.com. Now, I am a big believer that if you want to be your best self in your relationships or in anything you do, you need to fuel yourself properly. And that's why I'm so happy to have this show sponsored by Factor. Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. 
you'll have over 35 options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale, and healthy options done easily. Not to mention it's flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing anywhere from 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime with no hassle whatsoever if something changes. So, head to factormeals.com optimal50, that's optimal50, and use code optimal50 to get 50% off. That's code optimal50 at factormeals.com optimal50 to get 50% off. Picture a wardrobe upgrade with quality essentials at an unbeatable price. Quince has you covered with timeless pieces that never go out of style. You'll have them in your closet forever. Quince has all the must-haves, like Mongolian cashmere crewneck sweaters from $50, iconic 100% leather jackets, and versatile flow-knit activewear. And all Quince items are priced 50-80% to 80% less than similar brands. That's because by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And most importantly, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, along with premium fabrics and finishes. And as for me, I love Quince's versatility too. They have great home items as well as clothes, and I've been really happy with the bedding that I bought from them. When you look at it and you feel the material, you can tell easily that it's of high quality. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com ORD for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com ORD to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com ORD. I think many of us can agree that this overhelping is something that occurs more commonly with a first child. I know that I overhelped Talon in so many ways as a baby, and now I'm trying to do the step back dance, as Laura calls it, so that he can learn to explore and make mistakes and learn on his own. So thank you so much to Laura for the reminder. And with that, let's go ahead and wrap it up. Thanks so much for joining me here on this Friday. Have a fulfilling weekend, and I'll see you again back here on Monday, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.